G'day guys, this is CW. Welcome to another weekly developer update. Uh, we've got uh, Aminio here once again. Uh, nice to see your smiling face once again, mate. How are you? I'm doing well. Excited to uh, open up the new year. Uh, this is the first uh, developer update of year number three for Ergo. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm quite excited to see where we're going to be a year from now. I, I think we have a pretty nice roadmap in front of us in terms of you know, how we're going to build out the network. And uh, we've certainly grown a significant amount uh, since, you know, we started the second year. So if we can continue that momentum, it's uh, going to be a very different uh, ecosystem in a year. Yeah, it's been an amazing year uh, to see both the development side uh, and then the ecosystem growth as well. It's been really great to see um, so looking forward into the year, year that's coming, uh, what sort of uh, excites you that's uh, coming up? Sure. So Node 5.0 is going to give us a big performance boost on the base layer. I'm pretty excited to see how that develops and uh, what kind of metrics we are able to play with as that rolls out. Um, I think on the mining side, we're going to see... Um, custom mining clients, which is going to be interesting. It allows pools to set their own uh, economics instead of working with our default um, way of, you know, sorting what uh, transaction to mine. Yep. Um, we've started to put together a layer two focus group uh, for developers. And I think if we can get a open source cookbook with various uh, layer two solutions and um, you know, documentation, how to build them, and a general understanding of when and where each makes sense. Uh, that is going to be huge in terms of, um, you know, offloading some of the potential pressure that's on the network as uh, things grow. Yeah, that one's going to um, be huge because uh, obviously each DAP sort of has its own requirements and uh, to be able to uh, have that sort of all documented and like you said, in a cookbook uh, for sort of an aspiring developer to come in and then um, have that at their fingertips would be amazing. Yeah, that's the uh, power of open source. I'm, I'm hoping to see that cookbook come about and, you know, hopefully it's, it's one of those things where support for it never really stops. Uh, I'm also pretty excited to see some primitives for DeFi. You know, we have uh, the second... Uh, generation Oracle pool uh, build that uh, will come out uh, this year. Uh, we are playing around with Dexy. Um, that should probably come out this year. And, you know, the, the beauty of uh, open source ecosystem is like sometimes the greatest blessings are quite unexpected. And as an example? Sure. You know, if, if you look at... Uh, this last year, there was quite a lot, you know, Night Owl Casino is a good uh, app that, you know, I'm looking forward to. I, I'm quite excited to see, uh, you know, kind of the speculation of, of gambling, <laughs> but also the balance where, you know, you can either be the house or the player. Um, you know, that's just a really neat concept. Yeah. Uh, oh. You know, Swamp Audio potentially opening up audio NFTs. I know I've been like, uh, bringing that up on on actual developer updates probably since before uh, year two started. <laughs> yeah, um, so, you know, so I'm I'm just excited to see the organic growth. You know, at, at the Ergo Foundation, we don't try to be the hand of the market, right? And a lot of people look at 
decentralized uh, ecosystems and they kind of bring this investment mix that it needs to, uh, you know, have a CEO in charge. And, you know, the, the truth is Ergo is an open source project. So we welcome anybody anywhere with ideas to come and build. And uh, one unique thing about us is uh, these developer updates where you can actually talk to the core developers of the platform. You can drop your ideas. You can ask for reviews. You can say, hey, does this make sense? Uh, that's pretty unique in this space. And you know, if we can retain anything a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, I would hope it would be that open source mentality to where the bigger focus is let's just build cool stuff. Exactly. And I think uh, you just touched on there having access to the core developers, but then also having access to people like yourself and uh, other foundation members. Um, it's really good um, being able to have that uh, community access to be able to ask questions and, and get uh and get uh, answers directly. It's amazing. Uh, you don't really sort of see that throughout the ecosystem. It's great. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I try to be available. You know, I, I'm a community member first. I represent the community, and that means, you know, the from the most active developer to the most uh, disgruntled uh, member <laughs> on social media. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Uh, one thing I'm really looking forward to actually sort of being built out is someone sort of um, going down the collateralized lending sort of route. Um, it'd be good to see something like a compound or even like a, a liquid finance, something along those lines being built out on Ergo. Yeah, that's going to be uh, something that's quite interesting to watch. You know, we're right now we have a lot of noise and trauma in the market um, based on people that came into decentralized ecosystems uh, brought basically some weird hybrid where they were you know acting as a centralized institution uh, making just insane uh, leveraged loans and you know hedged bets and uh, they got wrecked you know and, and so in on one hand everyone's like oh my goodness you know look at what's happening in crypto but that directly is not crypto actual decentralized finance protocols are still humming away their smart contracts are still working everything is within the parameters that they were set to work with and so i think it does kind of humble people to say okay this is why you know algorithmic stability and you know determinism and contracts is better than having you know basically uh some of these uh, you know large managers at the head of funds because you know it, it turns out they were the biggest degenerates in this space <laughs> very well put mate <laughs> uh i don't know how to segue that into the um developer <laughs> update but uh, here we so go let's just hop in <laughs> yeah. all right so jumping in uh we can kick <clears throat> off uh, do you want to lead away mate sure let's start with uh Josniak. So uh, he's been working on Sigma. Uh, last week was a holiday um, and he worked on the pretty printer for the Ergo tree, which is a uh, part of the Scorex Sigma state interpreter. Uh, that's where he's going to be for a bit. I hope you had a nice holiday. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, moving on, we have Apex Theory. Uh, it's just doing uh, some work on a couple of PRs and uh, built an understanding 
on how the actually how actual the uh, the mean pool is structured and maintained. Um, introduced a new unconfirmed transaction wrapper class and some made some good progress with refactoring the mean pool. Uh, just pushed a draft this weekend to uh, make sure that he's on the right track. So if you want to jump on there just to make sure that that's the case, then by all means do so. And on to Sefa with GraphQL. Yeah, so uh, GraphQL, it looks like they've actually pushed the second version this week. Um, added some new functionality. They've added a state resolver uh, and moved the Epic resolver under that uh, class and then they've added the info resolver uh, the info resolver for the application there's a couple of ton, tongue twisters there with the pretty tree printer <laughs> <laughs> and then the resolver um yeah that's a nice one i've saw saw the uh implementation actually on um the graphql side it's pretty cool to be able to see all those queries uh, yeah that's going to be that's going to be big for you know just uh, decentralizing infrastructure. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm. I believe that's dockerized at this point. So I'm curious to see if we can even have you know like a, one thing I want this year, right? If I have a wish list, <laughs> we need a really solid full node wallet once we get the Nepopal syncs out, and it would be really cool to have um, you know the ability to self-host Explorer instances as well. Yeah, that was a, that'd be amazing. Uh, one project that kind of came out of the um, Ergo hack with Ergosphere, uh, having that Umbrel sort of un, uh, a program where you can sort of plug and play different applications, um, having something like that to be able to spin up an instance of the Explorer or something along those lines uh, with um, Dexbots, Oracles, um, a Node wallet, that'd be great, I think. Yeah, you know, I, I would love to see us transition to like the green button. <laughs> right so where the barrier of entry in terms of like the tech technical complexity of installation and, and running these things gets easier and easier and easier with time yeah. makes my life a lot easier then as well trying to do all these testing <laughs> uh, moving on we've got a non 2020 um so back after a few weeks absence welcome back so uh started on some ui updates and stealth address merge that's nice. Uh, meanwhile, uh, worked on the off-chain logic for the contracts for the new mixing uh, protocol. That's a work in progress. So it's great to see some stuff uh, happening there. Moving on, we have Mr. Starfelger. Sure. Uh, this last week, uh, he continued porting the wallet app to desktop. Uh, He's looked into GraphQL support for the wallet app and app kit to see if they can switch that uh, to a newer uh, Explorer API. Uh, his main focus was on the Mosaic plugin system again. He wrote another uh, developer tutorial. A pre-release is already available there on Google Docs. Uh, he's making some research and uh, implemented a POC to run Mosaic apps within web browsers which turned out to be easier than he expected, which is always nice. Usually development <laughs> goes the other way. Yep. Uh, that way DAP developers can use a single code base to show a UI within wallet apps and on web browsers. Uh, so you kind of get a unified experience. That's <clears throat> pretty cool to see. 
you know, I did uh, actually ask him today um, if uh, he was planning on supporting his cold wallet signing from the uh, desktop app. And he, you know, he basically said that he's played with it and uh, a lot depends on the webcam, you know, <laughs> whether the webcam, you know, can refocus properly, but uh, that's potentially in play, which is pretty neat to see as well. That way yeah. uh, people that, you know, like to run the PC side um, can still cold, cold sign without uh, <laughs> having to deal with mobile. Yeah, it's uh, something to do with the mobile, uh, with your webcam being able to focus on the QR and uh, sort of sign the transaction. So, yeah, watch this space. That'd be cool to see. Uh, moving on, we've got Louis Vatra uh, with the EGIO staking. Um, so they unfortunately ran into a bug in the contract, which uh, caused some funds to become stuck. And then the poll protocol had to halt. Um, so it gives a little bit of a rundown on sort of what happened there. Um, quite a big explanation. So if you want to read that yourself, by all means, do so. Um, then moving on, we've got ErgoPad uh, with Unspent. So after a long period of uh, performance issues, they finally see are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel uh, after a lot of work's been done by Leaf. Um, the general idea is to have a dedicated database uh, besides the Explorer to keep track of um, exactly those things that are needed for the website. So staking info, vesting info, uh, all those sort of things along those lines. Uh, and then just to keep the database up to date uh, whenever a new bock is made. Um, and then moving on to Ergo Python App Kit. So uh, along those lines, they have some transaction types that have trouble being signed by the app kit, um, but they can be signed by the node. So we, as in himself and the app kit experts, are now looking into whether the problem lies in the Ergo app kit itself or um, it's a Python uh, layer on top. And Noob77777 has made some groundwork for using the Ergo auth and added methods for uh, that in the Ergo Python app kit. That's great to see that uh, Leif is working on um, a dedicated database. Uh, besides the Explorer, you know, that's something that uh, <clears throat> I would I would encourage DAP developers to look into that way they, um, you know, can potentially have more reliable performance and not beat the hell out of the Explorer making calls uh, too often. Yeah, especially with the way the sort of the staking uh, rewards were being spat out all the time and um, sort of frees up a lot of that uh, uh, Explorer load. Moving on, we've got... Captain Nemo. Sure. So it looks like uh, on Nautilus, the DAP connector has added Ergo Auth support. Uh, the implementation is under private testing with DAP developers, uh, investigating an issue on spending to pay to script with some specific scripts on testnet. Not sure, you know, what that <laughs> scripts are, not to be honest. Uh, then we get into Ergo GraphQL. I uh, fixed out of order registers issue. Um, he fixed the resolver, the released version 0.2.0 with some breaking changes and then gives you a uh, link to uh, see the breaking changes if you're playing around with that. And he released version 0.2.1 of TypeScript static typing library, uh, which is a pretty uh, neat open source thing they're putting out there in terms of um, building out GraphQL for developers. Making everyone's life easier. 
Yeah. Documentation. <laughs> so moving <Sexy>. on. <laughs> uh, good on you. Um, the Sentinel NFT, uh, the Sentinel chain, uh, has got the client nodes to connect to the testnet. Um, starting to set up the mining pool and testing the test net before opening it to the, uh, the open community, I guess, to go and uh, try and break it. Nice to see. Yep. Uh, moving on, we've got Kushti. So uh, 4.0.32 has been merged and uh, he's going to push that live uh, in a bit. Uh, minor, but uh, some improvements and fixes in this release. Uh, he's checking the P2P and mempool code, uh, doing issues and PRs with improvements are on the way in that regard. Uh, he's checking 5.0 voting and activation in DevNet now, um, and will launch the public testnet later this week. Uh, there was a issue in KuCoin uh, caused by a pool <clears throat> that made a non-compliant uh transaction which you know created a little bit of issue that uh you know caused them to need to go in and update their note but that was relatively minor uh and that got sorted uh looks like the dexy paper first draft came out it's still a little bit raw but it covers kind of the basic um uh, framework for dexy uh, he's still discussing contracts with Scala Hub and the backend implementation with Code for Us. Uh, so that's something that uh, we'll watch and see uh, how that develops, what changes. But uh, I think the core uh, aspects are already in that first draft. So I'd recommend people you know, hop on and read through it if they're interested. Uh, he's also reviewing Nitrum 147's EIP on custom token fees and encrypted messages. Yeah, that's a sort of unique use case there as well. And I'll have to jump on and uh, read the Dexy paper, get my head around that. Moving on, we've got Kutelia. Um, they've got Comet Gag meme page is now live. Uh, so if you want to post your memes, upvote and comment. And comment. <laughs> uh, so they're working on adding a Nautilus app connector uh, so you can uh, receive tips and do a share button as well. So. I had a little bit of a scroll through there. There's some funny ones, but yeah, if you want to have a bit of a giggle, by all means, jump on. Yeah, I'll have to look. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> had time. Uh, next, we hear from Scala Hub. Uh, I know he's been working a lot on Dexy. Um, that's kind of uh, the paper that they're working on, and as well as the actual implementation that's happening in parallel. Actually, I would say most of it is built before the paper is written, which is kind of funny, but. Uh, you know, the devs at heart, right? Yeah. Uh, looks like he's going to push another PR about the bank fee. And there were a couple of issues pointed out uh, by Code for Us and the contracts, which uh, he'll need to go in and look at. Yep. Nice. Moving on, we've got a big update here from Green Hat. So uh, Tim L finished the uh, fix for the peer discovery in Chrome, um, working on a vote uh, for update pull command uh, with JUSEC. They're, they've added the predefined data point source enum and working on locking uh, the update NFT for update contract box. And then his progress himself has uh, 
on the Ergo Node interface, fixed um, wallet status, JSON encoding, and updated the Ergo lib to 0.17.0, uh, added optional input boxes support in signed transaction, and then on the Oracle core, uh, added a reverse option for overriding the log level to debug and debug the logging of the bootstrap command. Uh, the work in progress, manual testing on bootstrapping, uh, a new pull to the testnet has been fixed on the wallet status, JSON encoding, uh, and added chain transaction support to the Ergo node interface, currently signing uh, token minting transactions. And then also the WIP for con complex scenarios testing on uh, the CI and uh, and added a box generation to the Ergo chain sim and fix the UTXO simulation. Another big update. Let me scroll through all these and on to Cheese Enthusiast. All right, you want me to cover that? Sure. Uh, so it looks like GetBlock is uh, improving their sub pooling. Uh, they've added a new pre-processing stage to calculate shares and uh, unconfirmed balances before sending block rewards to the smart contracts. Uh, they've also added some general stability improvements. Uh, I know Plasma is probably the thing people are the most excited about. Uh, they've finished up the level DB implementation, so the library now works with either level DB or Sway. Uh, they did not get a chance to work on the Sway DB AVL storage structure yet. Uh, they've been experimenting with different contracts and structures for AVL trees to see the most efficient ways to pull data. Uh, with the level DB implementation complete, uh, they think the library is ready for a beta release after cleanup, uh, you know, going through the code and refactoring, improving things. Uh, aiming for next week, depending on how much time. Uh, that's always like the universal question, <laughs> isn't it? Exactly. Looks like they've been mapping out uh, ways to have smart pools operate on layer two. Uh, once they, he feels that the Plasma library works well, he'll be writing up some contracts that will provide the same or greater functionality compared to the current smart pool contracts. Uh, it looks like he believes that using AVL trees will significantly reduce the amount of boxes and transactions needed to pay out miners, and that will set them up for greater decentralization in the future, which is amazing. Yes, another big update for this week. Um, seeing some guys uh, pump out some really big updates. Uh, on to Prag Maxime. So just had some time off, so uh, worked on this node improvement. So it's proof of work checking the headers uh, when comparing the chain. So uh, younger, older, equal or forks. And moving on, we've got Spooky Ergo. Spooky Ergo update. Uh, they launched their Spooky Hunt test game this week. So anybody that's up to playing with that, uh, have fun. Uh, looks like they're currently working on mobile controllers, uh, better camera, game visuals in general, adding a timer. Uh, looks like their dev just DM'd him that uh, he fixed the monster's glitch error. Uh, they're working with another project to integrate Spooky Hunt into their project. Uh, they give a link there to check out the game and test it uh, and it says if you play the game please consider leaving feedback in their discord server 
or you know in this channel uh, on Ergo Discord. Uh, moreover, in a week, they'll reward uh, someone with a rare spooky NFT uh, to the address with the highest score. So those of you that are interested in not only testing it out, it looks like they're offering some uh, incentive to uh, users who want to try to win. Yeah, it sounds fun. Don't have to worry about those monster glitches either. <laughs> uh, moving on, we've got uh, Ilya. He's actually created a little sort of uh, Telegram notification app called uh, Kaching. So whenever your um, address receives a deposit, it will notify you. Uh, so it's just uh, released the alpha version for this, uh, the transaction notification service. Um, the current implementation is to allow uh, the track users to track their addresses and get notifications when a new ERG uh, lands in their wallet using icons there. Tripped me up. So, so far they're tracking 35 addresses. Um, the best way to stress test it is uh, tracking on multiple addresses. Had some issues yesterday on updating the service when the user subscribed <clears throat> for the new address, but now it's all solved and should work smoothly. Uh, Many cool stuff on the roadmap, including custom web hooks and uh, basically turning it into an offline bot as a service for NFT sales, vending machines, token sales, scaling solutions, whatever you can think of. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool to see. A lot of use cases that can be plugged in to that. Yeah. Um, have an update for share node. So made uh, multiple interviews with uh, node users in private and then um, with throughout different surveys. So. Thanks for reaching out if you did sort of provide feedback there. I think there was a link on Twitter. Um, and the conclusion was that while many node operators wouldn't mind to share that their node uh, with other projects, on the demand side, people uh, prefer to use their own node or a public uh, free node. Um, so just putting that aside now for the time being. And then on Sigma Valley, uh, testing the sign message feature for the Nautilus to create a proper auth process. Um, and then we'll show us a tutorial on that in DAP step once it works. And then there's just a little sort of uh, image here of a notification coming through when they received some ERG. ka that's, that's a pretty nice tool. There's a lot of use cases for that. Yeah, um, you can think of it on the aspect of say, you make a sale on the auction house and um, obviously the notifications push through. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Miners get paid, you know, potentially looking at like tracking known wallet addresses. I mean, who knows? Yeah. You always have like the Binance notification thing is pretty <laughs> popular. Maybe we'll get like the Ergo notification. Who knows? So it looks like uh, Alex is finally establishing a layer two group. And I know he's excited about that because, uh, well, he's been reading papers and you know putting together frameworks for uh, potential layer twos for the better part of the second year. So having you know something to plug in and interact with the community and share you know a lot of what he's learned and what might make sense where is an exciting uh, proposition moving forward. Yeah, you can definitely tell how excited he is by the use of an emoji. Yeah, that's that's like big deal. <laughs> Um, so oh, do you want to keep going with Kushti's comment here? Uh, sure. So basically they're playing around, um, 
and it looks like they had a issue where the assembler did not refund uh, from a proxy contract. And uh, he's saying that the Ergo wallet, uh, you know, can add registers to a box to protect uh, by a contract, which is uh, totally insecure in the general case. Uh, he says Ergo wallet and other wallets should not use registers from unknown applications at all. And then he's asking Morphin, Morphic, uh, what's the costing issue there? So, yeah, something to check out. Um, moving on, we've got PGR456 and uh, with the Alternative Explorer, they found a name for this one called sigmaspace.io. Like that rolls off the tongue, off the tongue quite nicely. Yeah. So they've registered a domain um, and then finished with the Explorer. We'll run under explore.sigmaspace.io. It's still a work in progress. And now running the Ergograph uh, QL at that link, as you can see. Um, already updated the Ergograph QL to uh, 0.2.0. And then on the back end, uh, just working on the API implementation. No, oh, that's lovely to see. Yeah. Plus, you know, everyone used to make fun of us, so we named it Ergo everything, and now it's Ergo <laughs> and Sigma everything. So that is growth. Let's keep that up, year three. See if that the naming app is working. Yeah, growth. I like it. <laughs> uh, Jay the Ergod with no, uh, Night Owls update. Sure. Looks like the front end, uh, they're continuing to move the next JS structure from our, with Tailwind CC. Uh, the back end, they've fixed the Explorer back end. They've researched back end database solutions. Uh, further testing and improvements with the roulette game workflow and payout service. Uh, the voting contract has been finalized. They're currently testing it. Uh, other things, the content for the about page is completed. Uh, content for their facts page is completed and they're working with another dev team for the first third-party game integration, which is great to see. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So um, if you're unaware, Night Owl allows third-party uh, developers to be able to plug in their own um, applications or own games into their, their platform. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. There's, so, there's a lot of really unique stuff that uh, people could play around with, in my opinion. <laughs> Just do it responsibly. Yeah, well, I mean, even like, you know, what if, if you're adding like the liquidity, what if the game pays out NFTs? And so, yeah. you know, your liquidity is an NFT instead of ERG. And then, you know, if somebody hits a certain thing, they win your NFT. And if not, they, you know, pay uh, the house a certain percentage that then is, you know, dispersed. Uh, there's a lot of really just kind of fun things that uh, I think creative minds can come up with. Yeah, exactly. It's just like adding your watch to a poker pot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, moving on. Nice little comment here from Captain Nemo. Damn, you are fast. Any plans to support their meme pool services? Uh, that's just referring to PGR456 with their sigmaspace.io. Uh, moving on, we've got the Axel, Axel uh, update from Chris Ray. Um, on the back end, they've just finished up the single lender token boxes, uh, working on the single lender token transactions, working on in, uh, integrating the SLTs uh, box model for the SLT controller and the SLT explorer, and then testing the API routes uh, for the new API controllers. So 
gate SLE and SLT. Um, I'll just continue with the uh, PGR456. So just added uh, the mean pull tracker right now. Um, this is just in regards to uh, Nemo's comment. Um, just had to shut down the database for a short amount of time just because it got hammered with a select query, uh, which resulted in filling up the drives. Uh, since GraphQL is the only exposed service, in, um, just guess it was uh, maybe a way to produce a buggy query. So yeah, just going to keep monitoring that one. And on to LGD with GuacSwap. All right, so GuacSwap, uh, number one, they received a Goodwill grant of 10K SIGUSD uh, to fund their team's development. Congratulations. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good idea. I've, I'm curious to see how they can build it out. Uh, number two, they're writing a thorough white paper tokenomics and roadmap to share with the community. Uh, number three, they've started progress on the landing page. Number four, they've started progress on GuapSwap lib, lib library for GuapSwap CLI version two and uh, GitBlock integration, which is great. That probably means we're going to see some uh, tokens to miners. Uh, modifying multi-token swap contract so that miners will be able to do the following. Uh, a, swap their mined erg for up to a total of 10 tokens. Uh, that's up from the previous three on Ergodex and in any ratio they want. So that opens the door to what uh, let's call a mining portfolio where you have the ability to mine Ergo, uh, choose whatever select assets are listed on Ergodex and you know set your percentage of the portfolio you wanna build, put your rigs to work and it will act as like your uh, investment manager, which is pretty cool to see. Yeah, that's a really good unique uh, use case. Yeah, and you know the low fee environment is also big. You know, and I know that there are some swaps out there, but uh, yeah, usually you know they charge a little bit. <laughs> uh, looks like um, B. You can send their mine tokens and swapped ergs to a receive address uh, of their choice. And the example is they could mine the tokens to themselves or send them to someone else or theoretically 10 different people, which is pretty cool to see. Um, you know, hopefully if uh, you have one person in a family that's, you know, chosen to mine and you potentially they could distribute funds or, you know, you could, there's a lot of different ways you could use that tool. It's a pretty cool thing. I like yeah. it. You could kind of uh, um, look at it as in regards to sort of a mining collective. So if you get a group of friends together or something along those lines and you can yeah. just receive payouts. Set your, set your percentages and go. That's awesome. Uh, looks like number six, I, they were made aware that someone tried to swap their Neta from the Neta pool with uh, GuapSwap version 1.1.1 beta, but their MVP beta was only designed for ERG to token swaps, not to support the Neta to whatever they were trying to swap to swap. Uh, so they're considering adding this to the multi-token swap contract such that token token swaps become possible uh, from the sub pool, which is absolutely amazing. That way, whatever potential sub pool, um, you know, GitBlock or, you know, perhaps another sub pool in the future will uh, spin up. You have the ability to mine non-native Ergo tokens and swap them potentially to 10 different people 
uh, or 10 different uh, assets. You know, that's, that's really flexible. I like it. Uh, yeah. And then at the very least, they'll add a safeguard so that uh, if tokens are sent to the proxy contract, they'll just be refunded and not get burned. Yeah, always good to have that little safeguard there. It's really yeah. cool to see what they're doing there, actually. Um, <clears throat> I often say this with GetBlock, they're making mining fun and having all these sort of utilities there for miners. Um, yeah, it just sort of continues that that same road. Um, yeah, it, 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 it opens... You know, both of them, you know, GuapSwap, uh, GetBlock, they open a lot of potential, right? And then so it's like you do have, okay, the initial uh, implementation, but then it's like, okay, well, taking that as a base tool, what can you build with that? And I think it it really does uh, open a lot of potential. I like it. Yeah, especially when we have sort of some more uh, wrapped assets or blue chip um, tokens on Ergo as well. So being able to swap into, say, Bitcoin or USDT, whatever sort of um, assets that are on Ergo, you can build the portfolio around that. Yeah. Moving on, we've got Liquid Phase and their update with Swamp Audio. So published their alpha version um, for the Laverell's Statamic <laughs> starter kit to GitHub. It includes several libraries uh, for Ergo in, in the modules. I can jump onto their GitHub there for the terahertz starter. Um, testing out the Laverell's new web package, a packing solution, uh, just for the local environment. I finding it superior to the Webpack mix. Uh, we'll be doing a refractor to work at the entirely verte as an SPA without the needing to refractor any backend or the of the MVC. Uh, set up local GraphQL instance to begin working on their own instance of Nemo's GraphQL Explorer instance. And uh, just begun uh, local experimentation into Tone.js uh, to integrate internal DAW functions into the audio stem. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Another that's... one sort of uh, jumping onto the GraphQL sort of side of things as well. Yeah, that's a pretty common framework. I, you know, I, I don't even think Nemo is fully done with this initial roadmap and you already have people that are playing with it. That's awesome to see. Power of open source right there. <laughs> exactly. Uh, moving <clears throat> moving on, we've got Low Key Nerd and uh, from Blitz TCG. Sure, it looks like Blitz has been very busy, busy. <laughs> busy enough that they've uh, skipped a few of these updates. Uh, there's a team of over 10 people now that are managing uh, uh, and that takes time. Uh, it looks like in brief, the deck builder for alpha is almost complete. Uh, the friends list is almost complete. They now have eight artists on the team who are furiously working on card art. Uh, website design is mostly complete. The website dev has started working in earnest. Uh, they're working on a myriad of other things. Uh, follow their Twitter, their YouTube, their Discord. Uh, that's the best way to stay in the loop. And it looks like they released another soundtrack. And, uh, that's yeah, some pretty high quality art that they're putting out. Um, yeah, the art. Really happy to... Also, the um, compilation that they put together for that soundtrack. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, pretty high end. I like. In I enjoyed listening to that. But then also look at the artwork as well. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I'm excited to see you know that come out of the community as well. 
It's one of those things like this is, it's unpredictable. People come in with passion, they come in with ideas and then, you know, people gravitate to that. And, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where they take it. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the ones I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on. Uh, moving on, we've got Lado Pixel. Uh, so an update from uh, Schedule Erg Web. Uh, so it's pretty cool, actually, little sort of tool, um, being able to encrypt uh, the image with a key and then uh, create an NFT with the encrypted image. So well, yeah. that kind of screws up the whole right click, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> Just have to screenshot your the the key itself. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, but it's a unique use case as well. So if you want to check out, uh, head over to Lado's um, Twitter page. He's got a couple of running sort of examples there. Yeah, that's a that's a big thing. I mean, it's a it's a it's a tool that opens a lot of possibilities. I always, you know, find that uh, just kind of fascinating in terms of thinking what's possible. Or closes them with the encryption. <laughs> now, moving on, we've got Ilya from Ergodex. So it looks like uh, the Explorer, uh, he's been working on requests for caching the backend. Uh, the Ergodex UI has a new table view component, a new list component. Uh, virtual scroll list, uh, new pools, positions, liquidity lists. Uh, they've got some new charts on pools, positions, and uh, liquidity items. Uh, swap adaptive designed and mobile uh, modals are uh, in development, it looks like. It's nice to see all that sort of coming together. And uh, also, Yasha didn't put this one together. There's no emojis on this update. <laughs> So that's it for this week's developer update. Um, what sort of piqued your interest in that one? It's quite a big update. You know, the, the thing that I love the most about the Ergo development community is the nature of open source um, is where one project lays, let's say they build something, right? Nemo is building GraphQL, right? And so you already have a project that is able to pull that into their design, which not only allows them to implement it, but potentially test it, find bugs, and give feedback of what they need. Uh, and so it, it just creates a, a feedback loop of growth that is powerful. Um, you know, I know that open source is becoming less and less popular as money has moved into the crypto space. Uh, but I think that looking at what Alex has built with Ergo, that it was built from tools that he built that were open source to building an open source blockchain, um, you know, that is kind of the core of what Ergo is, is an open source community. Because, you know, we talk about decentralization in terms of um, hardware, right? Decentralization of miners, but, you know, decentralization of code, having local code that you can look at the source code or uh, have anyone anywhere, uh, even if they have no experience, they can come in and they can learn, right? That is a powerful driver because everybody starts somewhere. So having all of this open information and hopefully uh, with time, with greater documentation, it just creates acceleration and growth. Yeah, so I'm always definitely. happy to see that. A lot of people sort of learn by looking as well. So you're not sort of starting from the, um, from the ground zero. So you can say uh, 
another example is the DAP connector that the Night Owl girls have put together. Um, if you wanted to sort of know the nuts and bolts about how that's sort of been configured and, and actually compiled, you can jump in there, have an understanding of what it actually does prior to sort of jumping in and then sort of figuring out all the sort of key concepts in that respect. Um, it's just the power of open source. It's a, it's a driver. And, uh, you know, I, I find it a little sad in the crypto space that people talk about decentralization and then they don't have open source code. To me, that's a bad gimmick. Like, uh, there's just, it doesn't make sense. No, that's not popular. Uh, people will say, oh, my business, uh, someone could fork me, uh, this, uh, that. I don't care. It's just a principle. Exactly. And look at Bitcoin, open source from the day, day one. Um, and then obviously look what's the value that's sort of been built there. There's been forks and things like that, but obviously it retains its value because it's got a community built around it. And I think that's what we're and, sort of you know, uh, the building truth here is there. in Ergo. The truth is there. Even Bitcoin forks, like everyone's like, oh, Bitcoin forked. A lot of them actually did lay innovative frameworks that then were taken and because they were open source, rebuilt. And, you know, you, you can look at like... Uh, Subblock confirmation that came from Bitcoin. You can look at, you know, the concepts of color coins or that open source nature created, you know, much of the crypto industry today. Yeah. So I, I think that, you know, driving forward, certainly there's a lot we can learn about uh, building things the right way and having community feedback. Uh, but, you know, having an open source project, I think is the core of what Ergo is all about. Yeah, just hope you uh, we retain that sort of uh, principle as well uh, moving forward. So I think uh, well, that'd be a driving force for the community. Yeah, you know, that's that's like the on the other hand, we're an open ecosystem. So someone can come in and say, screw you, Armenio, I don't want to build open source. <laughs> and there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> that's the beauty of being open and permissionless. Exactly. <laughs> all right guys well uh thanks again for tuning in for another weekly developer update uh we hope you enjoyed the ergiversary um any last words mate yeah i would just say uh you know for those of you that are interested in learning more about ergo uh you certainly have a huge um ref you know reference with not only uh what uh deco has put together with their education and learning about smart contracts but uh the community has done a really good job about putting together tools to, you know, watch, monitor, learn, hop in, ask questions. I think uh, that community feedback and the sharing of knowledge of kind of the open source side of development does bleed through. So we're always happy to have discussions. Very well said. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for tuning in once again for another weekly developer update. Thanks again, once again, Joe. Cheers, guys. Thanks for watching.